0: Disclaimer No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any tonic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive. So be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lions Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightling. Thank you,
1: Why isn't the chat? Okay, go for Kristen while I fix stuff. <laughs> Ten Don't tell the audience.
2: Hello and welcome to Coffee Time with the Lions Pride. With your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the lion. <sighs> His beautiful wife, Shannon, and I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All we can see is your cheek
1: that is by design my cheek is beautiful um, it's
2: rather cheeky of you <laughs>
1: nah. okay why aren't you working this is embarrassing i'm sorry folks for the technical difficulties maybe you oh, got a comments are working us.
2: it's got black friday itis
1: there we go no 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 i just had it wrong I, I had i the okay obs studio folks it works in layers a lot like photoshop and the layer that your guys' chat, uh, that your guys's chat is on for 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 everybody to see, somehow got bumped down, uh, a bunch, like on the bottom. I, I don't know how that happened, but OBS does weird stuff from time to time. Maybe it was Liana. <laughs> yeah, that's a new thing. And uh, Liana, Sarah, uh, all y'all, you're welcome to sue me for you. You're welcome. I I will I will happy. We'll be happy to film the discovery phase anyway
0: (laughs) actually i think if you're just using first names nobody can sue you
1: right candace hey richard yo all right so first comment comments of the day go to the lion wait oh that's (laughs) shannon operating the lion she says aloha and then there's katie schultz which is the real first comment of the day Shannon doesn't count she cheated so the first comment of the, day, go, comment of the day goes to Katie with "Hi," and followed by Drac with hello zero energy today. and was just laying down. So good timing. Um, bad timing on the technical difficulties. Good timing on nap. Maybe nap time with Alliance Pride. Mm-hmm. That's not a good idea for a show. Hey, Cumberland, it's good to see you back. Bobby, love you, man. Hey, Richard and Candace. Hey, everybody. It is so good to see you guys. So, what is
2: it that's in turkey? Isn't it L-tryptophan that makes you all sleepy?
1: That's a Shannon question because she's got the medical training. She never graduated, so she so she can't give medical advice. But on this stuff, she can.
0: Uh yeah, that's the uh that's the chemical in the bird that supposedly mm-hmm. makes people feel sleepy. Although I saw an article the other day saying that that was actually erroneous, but I didn't have time to stop and read the whole thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Either way, whatever it is, it makes Dan crash. It turns Cassidy into a freight train. So (laughs) Lucas says, meow, meow. That was like, that was a cartoon. That was not my real cat sound. Just so you guys know. Uh, Oh, I had an interesting, um, an interesting uh, uh, experience playing on uh, Predator. On Steam, there's a game that's cross-platform called uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. That's what it's called. Now you get five people together and one of them's a predator. So the the guys playing the humans got to run around and do stuff. So I had my uh, headset on and of course I'm cast being cast. So I open up and I say uh is uh, is, is is this Minecraft? Are, are we playing Minecraft? <laughs> the other guys, all the human all the human players they're like, "Uh wait, is this kid disabled or what?" What's what's going on with that? And then we land, and I go, "Oh shit, Morty, Morty, we're we're we doing a Predator, Morty! Oh my God, Morty, we're so screwed!" All the human players—they were they were cracking up at that point because they realized I'm 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 funny. The Predator player got mad. He's like, "Shut the f, f up and play the game!" And I'm like, "Oh, now I'm not gonna shut up. You just you, you just turned on the dead. You just flipped the Deadpool switch." so we were playing and going through and i was just i was tormenting the predator player just i would not shut up and yes we can hear each other during the game you can talk to each other as part of the game because the predator has super hearing and stuff so it's part of the game so (laughs) at one point the guy finally just went completely silent and i said "Do, do you guys think i pissed him off Hey, hey, wouldn't it be funny if, wouldn't it be funny if he found me and singled me out and like destroyed me, and then right at that moment, Duder jumps out of the freaking thing and hammers me and just like flattens me like a pancake and jumps back out. I'm like, uh, yep, that hat, yep, yeah, I-, I pissed him off, guys. <laughs> I
2: think so. Wow, such violence.
1: But they still did not shut up. Well, it's Predator. Have you ever seen the Predator movies? yes and no
2: i sort of kind of remember it, but not really enough to comment on Fair so enough. i think it was in a blur of movies that like i might have been like forced to watch like my kids asked if they could watch them or something so it was one of those where it was certainly interrupted but um, now i have to revisit it darn it
1: you, you might enjoy it. You might enjoy it. There's not a whole lot of uh, intellectual value in the Predator. Um, like I was, I was actually not allowed to watch it when I was a kid, not because it was violent, but because it's just pure mind candy. My dad was mm-hmm. like, there is nothing of value in this. It's fun, but my kid can be doing, can spend his time better. So I saw it a little bit later in life. And uh, basically there's not very much plot. Alien comes down to karate, a bunch of big, muscly military guys. It's, um, I think Shannon would agree, the attraction of the movie, aside from the the sci-fi stuff and the the monster movie stuff, is the camaraderie. It is... is, Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is definitely a show about a bunch of brothers up against an insurmountable force. You know? Kind of like Lethal Weapon. Not a whole lot of plot, but it's about two buddies, you know? They could have been ice cream cone salesmen. It would have been the same movie. Well, a little bit.
0: (laughs) roger I, I i gotta go ask him how he makes that sunday
1: <laughs> let's go ask him <laughs> so yeah uh lucas says i saw the first alien versus predator movie when i was 11 it scared the crap out of me oh oh wow i didn't know how i didn't know you were that young lukey lukey Lu- 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 that was not me making fun of your youth that was me being cass that was just cass mm-hmm. being cass i hope he bought it anyway um I can understand at that age how it would scare the crap out of you. Uh, Ray once asked me if we could watch a scary movie, and he was about that age when Predator: Alien vs Predator Requiem came out. And I thought, Ah, yes, an alien movie. This will be a good thing for my son. Mistakes were made. So I can see what that.
2: What movie? What movie traumatized you as a kid?
1: Oh God, um, it wouldn't. It's not a movie you'd think it would be. It was be. It was Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness did it, and uh, my gaming group to this day will still make fun of me. Yes, Cassidy's afraid of the cap- Cappy kicks of death. Ha ha! As a monster gore movie, it's not anything special. Uh, Clive Barker, Shannon, who who did who did Prince of Darkness? Clive Barker, Clive Owen. Um, Owen Wilson. I'm not
0: sure. I'm not sure. I think Wilson it was Clive Wells. Barker.
1: <laughs> okay, Clive Barker. That's how you play a seven seven six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Um,
2: Surprisingly, Reverend Kristen hasn't seen this movie
1: actually i think you would like it what 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 got me is the imagination the idea that uh that the situation in the future becomes so desperate in the fight against the prince of darkness that they have to send a message back through time is is terrifying And it's not just because, ooh, they sent a message back through time. It's like, that wasn't it. I tried to point this out to everybody. Basically, it's the inevitability of the situation. Even with the message going back through time, it turns out the sending the message back through time is what set the Prince of Darkness free. You see what I mean? It's the Mm. inevitability of the situation. That terrifies the crap out of me. I don't like inevitability.
0: Right.
1: Unfortunately, inevitability likes me, so...
0: For me this, the movie that traumatized me the oh. most when i was a kid was uh one of stranger calls and
1: uh oh yeah tell the story
0: yeah um basically uh i i was i was a teenager i was babysitting at the time to earn extra money because that's what you did for my generation um and so this movie is about a girl who is at this house babysitting two kids and she starts getting these weird phone calls from somebody there they seem like crank calls at first and then they start getting creepier and, creepier and creepier and creepier and finally she calls the cops and they call her back a few minutes later frantic because they've traced the call and it's coming from inside the house that she's in and that was hands down the scariest movie i'd ever seen up to when i watched mirrors a few years ago
1: and then tomorrow Liana will be saying that cassidy went back in time and made the call
2: <laughs> Such power well, you have, Cassidy. I'm,
1: I know, right? Uh, no, I'm with <laughs> you there, Cumberland. It didn't traumatize me, but I made the mistake of trying to watch Arachnophobia in a dark theater alone. About 20 minutes Come in, ass. I said, "Nope," and I skipped out. And I went to Ducktales.
2: Comedy. <laughs>
1: <sighs> okay, well, see you later, Lucas. Be safe, bro, and check out check out the episode later uh cumberland says my son made me watch all the aliens movies i i don't see the problem with that i love the aliens movies but i have a different take like see for me i'm watching it as a biologist in absolute fascination trying to figure out like the science oh and then that happened um, oh, no. yep yep liana did it she's cursed me she's she's got my hair now
0: <laughs> See, Cass learned his lesson with Bray." with how traumatized he was by a uh, abp requiem and with Shar, before getting her to oh. watch the aliens or predator movies he got her to play the games with him first
1: well okay to be fair she asked me if we could watch a scary movie for halloween and i said how, how about a grown up scary movie and i picked aliens the second one not the first one that's the first one is psychological horror the second one is action movie stuff and then, then that's when she let me know that she's afraid of the Xenomorph. She's never seen the movies, but she's seen like memes and stuff and it absolutely terrifies her. And so...
2: When I was watching Aquaman recently, because I just saw it for the first time, there were creatures that came out of the depths that were shadow over In's mouth. Oh, um, yeah, the deep ones. Yeah uh worthy and i was so creeped out i was like wow you know every other combination didn't faze me a bit but they creep me out
1: yeah the deep ones are a part of the whole dc mythology so so the deep ones frighten you
2: yeah i didn't like them very much they they kind of creep me out i'm not going to deny it
1: I've been but
0: i'm not after you, you ask her that when you gave up marine biology
1: I didn't give up marine biology over deep ones, sweetie. Uh, deep ones taste like calamari. It's not the deep <laughs> ones that bother me. It's things like a, the Meg. I don't want to. I don't want to have a have a run in with a the Meg. And by the way, was anybody else disappointed in that movie when not once did Jason did, did Jason Statham say "Shut up, Meg"? And then she, you know, that would have been perfect. Missed opportunity. That so, would have been,
0: but I'm looking forward to a uh, Family Guy cameo where he does that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, so Bobby, I, that I was to, freaking brilliant.
1: <laughs> I haven't. I need what to finish this. Okay. I, Char, sure did not watch the Aliens movies. I need to finish the story. Okay. okay. We did not make her watch when she realized that she's afraid of the Xenomorph. However, I, on Shannon's request, this is Shannon's idea. I bought Aliens Fire Team on Steam, and yes, this is me subtly letting, letting you know to friend me on Steam. We can play together. Um. So, Shark comes over. and She sees me playing a game. I'm having fun. She's like, what you playing? And I'm like, oh, I'm playing a game. She goes, can I try? And she tries. And she's just like, blasting aliens. And she's like, this is so much fun. I'm like, and I didn't wait. I wish I waited. So wait, 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 wait. And then she got a close-up. And she goes, that's the Xenomorph. And I'm like, right? They're not so scary when you've been shooting on them for 10 minutes, are they? And she's like, no. <laughs> it was awesome. So, no more afraid of the Xenomorph. Good. Okay, now continue. I, wait, wait. Where we stopped it, it made it sound like I was like, and so I made her watch the movie. Ha!
2: <laughs> I don't think anyone would ever accuse you of pulling a Matilda. Uh,
0: no, no, not at all. If
1: it, I've thought about it, because I'm pretty sure if somebody Matilda'd Shar, she would Matilda them back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't want to be the one to do it.
2: Yeah that whole movie that is the, the one part that really bothered me was that they forced her to watch television to dumb down that brilliant mind just was like Mm-mm. so i was very glad with how things happened in that movie
1: yeah
0: you know and in an odd sort of way that might have been them trying to include her in the family and you know be part of the family instead of being off by herself all the time but then again, when you watch the movie you realize your family's was not like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> nope. All right, Lucas, I I read what you said, but I there's not much else I can tell you. All right. The fact is, and I can't say this without trying to, to feed without trying to sound like I'm trying to feed into the rumors and shit, but um, the situation is under control. Okay. The Loquo screwed up. Okay the situation is not going to end the way they think. And there's not nothing else I can tell you other than to say if you con if you do what you're contemplating doing, all you will do is multiply your suffering. You just gotta get through it. You know, I'm not very good at that part. I I, I, I can make you laugh, but I can't talk you out of, of of you told me to read this, so I am, and I'm not I'm not I'm not doing personal you know, I can't talk you out of suicide. What I can tell you is that I, from literally first hand experience, uh, it literally just multiplies your suffering. Death is not the end of consciousness any more than birth is. And so people go through the suicide thinking that, oh, well, you know, I'm hurting the people around me anyway, et cetera, et cetera. But you have no idea when you're in that frame of mind, just how much your loss will hurt the people around you. You see, that feeling is the result of a mismatch of chemicals. I don't like to say that to people because then they're like, oh, we get mad at me, but I feel like you're good, Lucas. Okay, so what's happening is biologically speaking, you have chemicals in your mind telling you that you're worthless and that you're, that, you know, all that stuff, telling you to, you know, pull the trigger, you know, drink the Kool Aid, you know, eat the spaghetti, whatever your metaphor is. Okay, don't. That's giving them what they want.
2: Right.
1: Listen the other the the other love and light crowd they're gonna be like oh oh, oh oh but i'll tell you what if the only thing that keeps you in this world is hate then hate him okay and look directly in 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 the devil's eye and say all right motherfucker, you win but i'm gonna make you say my name before i go and for hate's sake walk the lights path The love and light crowd, they'll be like, oh, I can't believe you said it! I can't believe you! Shut the hell up, Muppets! (laughs) Sometimes, people have to start from a dark place. That's the reality. Deal with it. And
0: condemning them for being in a dark place is just going to make that place darker.
1: Right. Lucas, bro, you're under attack. That's all I can tell you. The attack will end, because they done goofed. Okay. I'm not going to admit I'm a god. Like People keep like, oh, we know what you do. (laughs) Okay, so fine. We want to play this game? I'm not a god. Just Omni-Man. And if you want to know who that is, watch Invincible. Check out the memes. And when it comes to the extra-dimensional war, it's over. They're dead creatures walking. Because as, as I as I said before, I'm the littlest. Okay. But our power doesn't come from the fact that ooh look at us we're aliens ooh consciousness. <laughs> our power comes from the fact that we understand Father. There's nothing we do that doesn't come directly from Source. Do you see? So there's no way for them to win. I understand that, which is why they're playing their hands early with fresh lockdowns. Like, what are we, what are we up to now? Return of the son of the super variant, you know, um, or what did they say on South Park last night? Um, uh, uh, the Delta super plus rewards program variant,
2: <laughs> oh, God. really?
1: Yeah, yeah, that that the news hit this morning. There's a new super variant and and it's it it, it it's oh, I dropped my Voldemort wand. And it's re- and it's resistant to all the vaccines. So, but make sure you get all the vaccines, but now we got to do new ones. Now we got to <laughs> do lockdown again. Sorry, there's a new variant. Aww. Is that wah, the
2: one out um, of South Africa?
1: oh who cares I, I don't i don't care where they claim these new variants are coming from in the future they're going to look back and say yeah it was the it was the quote unquote vaccines uh pharmaceutical companies with way too much power convinced people to inject this stuff in their body because they convinced it was a vaccine because they said it was a vaccine but by that point they'd already laid the groundwork convincing society that you could just believe something is what you want it to do want it to be by just saying it and then that actually makes it so so it was, was like 20 levels 20 years of groundwork going into this and then they finally did it and then people were like oh it's a vaccine because they said so but it wasn't a vaccine
2: but dr. fauci has changed the definition of vaccine three times in the last what like
1: yeah that's that, that that's <laughs> my point Okay, vaccines are, like, if you wanted to say that vaccines are sacred technology given to us by the, by the gods, yeah, sure, why not? Jesus got into Salk's head and said, hey, what? Inject yourself with this. And Salk said, what? And Jesus said, trust me. He said, okay. Ah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Whatever, aliens, I don't give a crap. Okay. Vaccine technology is probably the most important technology that human, human, humanity, humankind, human, human. Yeah. It's probably the most important technology that humans have developed. Now, yes, it can be misused. Okay. We're not talking about that. So by co-opting the word vaccine for this other inoculation technology, which it is an inoculation technology. It is like if they were calling it the uh, the COVID inoculation. Cool. But they're not. Not all, not all inoculations are vaccines. And the problem is, is that it's a biological fact, and even the CDC is saying it. So hey, YouTube, get mad at them. The problem is, is that when you treat a virus by not treating the virus, it emerges stronger. It evolves. That that's just fact. You see. So when the virus entered, when the COVID enters your body. This, the, the the vaccine does not kill the virus. It boosts your immunity. Hence, it is a true inoculation. So you're not going to have as bad as symptoms, but the virus is still inside you propagating and growing and evolving.
2: Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated.
1: Yeah. Prepare to have your ass laminated. Now, I'm not <laughs> saying don't get the inoculation. Do it if you want to. Absolutely. You know, and don't let anybody try to bully you out of it. It's you know now we're, we're getting reports back my worst fears are, are I have been put to bed you know maybe in the future there, there might be some kind of genetic throwback but I'm going to tell you the truth just like I told you at the beginning before this was even declared a pandemic this isn't the problem. The problem is next time because the next one's going to be real okay and half the population isn't going to take it seriously and they're going to die. I'm not saying half the population is going to die. I'm saying that the people that look at the next big thing that is coming, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, swine flu. And yeah, look at COVID. <laughs> oh, why are my eyes turning to liquid? You know, it's not going to be good. And then the other half of the, half of the population is going to panic and jump to whatever they say is 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 good. The problem is, is these people, they're so arrogant. That they think that their legislatures have an effect on nature. Lockdowns are not the key. Okay, scientists all over the world have already proved that the lockdowns actually made coronavirus worse. Okay, so when the next one comes, they're going to lock it down, and it's going to be bad. You know, now it might, be, it might not be like a worldwide plague, like seasons don't fill the reaper, but it's going to be bad. You know, the thing is, people have been warning of a super bug and a super plague for how many decades now? Hmm. This is before I showed up, that's for sure.
2: Well, the stand was written in the late 70s and taking place in the early 80s. So, way before that, even.
1: Yeah, I remember my father telling me. Uh, that when AIDS came around a lot of the uh, spiritual community thought that was the big super bug people thought was coming um, and the the idea probably conspiracy you know from all the way back then but the idea was that the uh, that the Christian conservatives had introduced AIDS into the population to stop people from having sex and if you think I'm joking I'm not there's like you can actually look up old songs from The times and my favorite one is people are still having sex people are are still having sex. Hey, this isn't working. People are still having sex. Wow. Yeah. It's even in the music from the time. So I'm not talking, I'm not saying I agree for saying that this was a legit conspiracy at the time. Hmm. Cumberland says, okay, so I'm not nuts. It has evolved because it's not a cure, so it has evolved again. Yeah. Um, It's basic biology. It's biology 101. If a microorganism gets into your body and then gets back out without being eliminated, it will get out, although now it will have a blueprint of DNA. Basic biology. You know, it's it's the thing is, is that's like like people will say, oh, you're shilling for the government because you're saying vaccines are good for you. And I'm saying no properly applied vaccines are good for you. Okay what a properly applied vaccine does is it puts a dead organism in your body that has to be dead okay part of what's leading to now is there was a slippery slide where people said well it could be mostly dead right no it can't cuz if it's a mostly de- I'm trying to do a do a do a bit mostly <laughs> dead he's only mostly dead and we all saw what happened with that now granted
2: makes it
1: go down easier. Right. Have fun storming in the castle. See so the thing is it's it's like one in a billion chance for the COVID or, or any given organism to to evolve in this way to be a threat. But how many billions of people are on here? So just statistically people just statistically speaking, there should be at least two people on the planet that are essentially COVID Marys, like typhoid Mary. Mm-hmm. And Typhoid Mary's become a meme, but Typhoid Mary was a real person. She yeah. was immune to ty- to typhoid. She was. She had no. She suffered no effects whatsoever. But she carried the son of bitch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So just statistically speaking, there should be at least two, you know, COVID Marys or Typhoid Marys, but for COVID. <laughs> yeah, Candace says you are the brute squad. Check me out in real life. <laughs> I am the Bruce Quad. yeah
2: it is known
1: <laughs> Bobby says smallpox is a perfect example of a good vaccine and that is why Jonas Salk is one of my all time you know f- best heroes Jonas Salk said I'm gonna do this Ka-chank! All, all jokes about divine influence aside you know Jonas Salk took it on himself and said look this will work I trust I trust my research enough that I'm willing to do it did. When 80, Wait, when Sulky said he had a gripping cure, we thought he was a crazy kid. But then he, oh, oh, but then he injected his, wait, but then he threatened his life with an injector thing. Never mind, <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> what a guy, it makes you cry, did. <laughs> That's where the did comes from.
2: <laughs> well, I am still suspicious of the smallpox vaccine because well, I had it. Yeah. And I believe that that was something that was injurious to me. But yeah. who knew? Right. And there were a lot of people in my generation that had adverse effects to it. That's cool. But we can walk through a room with smallpox.
1: Yeah. And uh, like objectively, the smallpox vaccine worked on a societal scale. The problem is, mm-hmm. is like people will say there's no such thing as vaccine-related injury, and all you got to do is go here.
2: Look, Kristen cannot walk now.
1: Yeah. Now the there's a lot of there's people that would take that as saying, see, he's saying I don't take the vaccine, kiss my butt. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but I'd rather be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life than die a small box. Mm-hmm. So vaccine-related injuries are a real thing, but you gotta weigh it. Is like, is it worth it to you?
2: You know. And I'm so much of a fighter; I will never be in a wheelchair. So, yeah. might get one of those power chairs though. Tool time it.
1: That I I think I would be up for that, like a little Lamborghini. Oh. <gasps> okay. Okay. So if we get a scooter shaped like the Millennium Falcon, I'm in. Ooh yeah.
2: Or even even a little red corvette.
1: a Little red Corvette. Yeah. So in the future, they're going to be looking back at this time and they're going to be talking about the damage that, uh, quite frankly, mainstream media has done. I'm not going on a political thing. This is a and this is leading into the second part, which is how to verify these things for yourself scientifically. OK, and this is why I want Shannon here. And she's always welcome. But I like ask her, like, could you be on this one, please? Because I really want you on this one. Because Shannon has a really good story about confirming her own. Stuff. <laughs> I <forgot> the word. <laughs> Serena! Oh, hello. Yes, we are back on Facebook. Facebook sent us a, uh, a note that said, we're so sorry. If you come back, we'll protect you. And I'm like, are you freaking sure? And they're like, yeah, we, we screwed up. Um, yeah, so we see, we, we sort of built this pyramid of people who shouldn't be messed with. And you're right there at the tippy top. So we promise we'll be good. And I said, <laughs> okay. So here I am. But yeah, so essentially, what 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 in the future they'll look back at the in, in, at the history and they'll essentially they'll be able to see through the after effects and the the various societal effects. Society has been being softened up for something for quite some time, and you can see this in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and the Aubrey trial.
2: Uh, uh, Ahmed.
1: The Aubrey case. Uh, what is his name? Aubrey. Andrew. Ar- I well, whatever it is, either way. I agree. Right. But either way, those two high-profile cases completely break the narrative. You know, um, Kyle Rittenhouse was Hispanic and uh, Aubrey basically was murdered by white men and they did not get away with it. So the it breaks the entire narrative. So that's so like I said, I'm not going too much into politics, politics. I just want you to see here. So even now even now with all the evidence out and 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 everything with the proof in their hands that the very thing they're afraid of is not correct they just jump to something else okay or in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse they just keep screaming the same thing as if it's true see what's happening here i'm not coming down on leftists i will be the first one to say the far right does this and they've been quiet lately but for those of us who are old enough to remember the gay bashing trips yeah the extreme righties can be just as dangerous if way more so because they get physical anyway so I'm not coming down on the left this is a tribalism thing like I said in the last episode tribalism is the enemy okay and tribalism is awake it is an entity and a thing as all energies are anyway so you'll notice what's happening here is they've convinced people that reality doesn't matter okay what your tribe says matter and this is left and right okay so what is going on here really now let me ask you a question if these extremists on both sides right jump out and and say tomorrow the law was changed the way the way they want it what you would see and argue with me i dare you what you would see is essentially the mob can go after anybody they want for any reason at any time because anyone that is associated with them in any, any demographic did something somewhere folks to put that simply that's called individual punishment wait societal punishment for individual crimes
2: it sounds sounds like lawlessness and anarchy to me.
1: Uh, it's controlled lawlessness, and lawlessness and anarchy, because he who has the keys to the narrative is the one that actually controls everything. The, the law, lawlessness and anarchy comes in controlling the little folks like us. Okay, so well, we can attack you because we feel like it, because well, you're kind of like this other guy that hurt that person over there when they were tre- when they were three. Does that sound a little bit familiar? 100 million years ago in another world he did something folks this is insanity
2: it sounds like a really good premise for a sci-fi
0: novel right i think and we're not it. too far away from actual lynch mobs
1: oh no it's already happened that that's literally okay. That the reason why they're so angry not 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 the people, the controllers, the puppet masters. The reason why the puppet masters are so angry is because Kyle Rittenhouse, the way that was written, it should have been a lynching, but it wasn't, because people are better than the enemy gives them credit for. So, basically, we've watched this slippery slope for two decades now. And we're almost at the cusp where basically you can just get a ar- the government can just, just arrest you for whatever reason and oh well take your stuff well you know you're white so we can arrest you because you're, you're, you're you did something somewhere and if somebody in the current generation didn't do something someone somewhere in history did something so you're gonna have to go to jail for reeducation it just so happens we get your stuff hey Shannon is this sound familiar at all seems like you've heard yeah, this music. Very- why don't you tell
0: oh, yeah. the
1: story? Uh, um, it's Isis, a star, Tidiana, Hecate, Demeter, Kali, Inanna. Does that give you a little bit of direction? Not really. We called sorry. It the Burning Times.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. When, Normally uh... you
1: pick up on subtlety quick.
0: Yeah, normally I do. I'm sorry, still brain dead from yesterday. Um exactly- yeah, during uh during the uh witch trials, someone who was just merely accused could be arrested and all of their uh assets, their land, their farm, animals, everything were just taken. And, and it was the wise women. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes men were accused too, but it was mm-hmm. more rare.
1: Um. Yeah, that that's absolutely true, and the reason the reason why is because men had rights, women didn't. Okay, a man could speak for himself, and the men women were not allowed to. It was ah, just poker poker feet with hot things, and if she screams, she's a witch. Kind of reminds me of tampons. I just stuff something up there.
0: Ugh. Yeah, a big red flag about how flawed that system was is they actually had. Uh, trick tools to test witches' marks. You know, it's like uh, the tool basically was if you could stab a birthmark or a mole or some blemish that was thought to be a witch's mark and it didn't cause any pain and it didn't bleed, then that was proof that they're a witch. Well, they had these needles that basically where the, the shaft of the needle collapsed back into the handle as soon as they pushed it against the skin. So they pull it back and no blood, no mark, no pain. Therefore, they're a witch. So, yeah. Big red flag there. Yeah.
1: So basically, the lands and property would get divvied up between the church and the person that accused them. So you got caught doing that. Well, how about that, baby? Don't you panic. We're going to poke you with sticks and take your tricks. And, oh, that would have been so excellent if I could have thought of a rhyme. Point is, it's all bullshit. and It's bad for you you know and it's the same thing now like we're already seeing it in other countries oh, oh, oh he might have COVID. better arrest him and take his stuff. so the way this is bleeding this is blending into the situation and what we want to explain is this you can test all of these things for yourself okay you can go on Twitter you can do whatever say something that you believe in that is absolutely obviously 100% true but is against the narrative like women give birth to babies. J.K. Rowling tried that. Look what happened. Okay, this is all bullshit. It's all but it's all planned. Okay? The beings that I call Loquogoth, my people call Loquogoth, you call them Draco. It doesn't really matter what their names are. Okay, they are red beam entities. They are beings of consciousness and light, just like my people, but from the opposite side of the spectrum. Blue, red. Okay? And the things that I say sound insane until you put them to the question, the scientific question. And I'm stalling because I can't remember the steps of the scientific method, but you can look that up for yourself. In fact, I suggest you do that way. You'll probably learn more doing that than I can teach you. So let's start. Shannon, you the reason I asked you on the show is to tell your story of how what, conf- what finally confirmed your faith in your ability to move light
0: um it wasn't really one specific thing it was a bunch of little things like little bits of circumstantial evidence piling up and it's it's a sad fact that the the thing that can most that, that can most cripple a light worker is rationalizing it's giving power to your doubts and telling yourself oh well i didn't really do that it was this you know, set of circumstances, it, it wasn't really me, But when you stop doing that, you really start to see all the things that you're doing. And you see them, you see how many of them there are, you see right. how much how how this is all piling up. And when you and at, at some point, it gets, you know, gets to where you're looking at this going, I really can't help myself anymore. You know, and I think <laughs> Uh, honestly, the, the one thing I, I see that... your
1: comments out here. I'm just waiting for a point in the comment to 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 talk. I do see your point. I do see you there. You just said purple. You're good. Please continue. Shannon. Um,
0: I think the one thing that tipped it over for me was uh, last year when Shar uh, was in the hospital. And I was outside and like it was snowing and stuff. And I was thinking, you know what, we've been in Colorado for well over a year. You know, we've had two winters here. I haven't seen an actual blizzard. You know, I would I would love to see an actual blizzard. Not that I want to be in the blizzard, but I just want to experience it. You know, heard about them, but I'd never been in one. A week later, we got a blizzard.
2: Yes, you did.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I was out in that. <laughs> I actually had to go out walking to a store that was like uh, four blocks down the street. And that was a nightmare because the snow was like up to my hips. And it was like slogging through mud, except, you know, my legs were numb because it was so freaking cold. Mm-hmm. And it came on suddenly, didn't it? Yeah, pretty suddenly. Yeah. But that was probably the the tipping point. But there had been a lot of little things before that and a lot of things since. Right. So
1: Most especially with Shara's health.
0: Oh, oh God, yeah. Um every single time things went really, really bad with her, I was I was praying, I was casting, I was, if, if it could be, if, metaphorically speaking, it's like my mind and my spirit were lifting these huge ton weights to try to, to change reality so that no, she's not going to die. No, she's throwing up blood, but she's not going to die here. And then she turned out to be okay. You know, the, the time she went to the uh, ICU, because she was you know, she woke up at three or four in the morning, vomiting blood and, and blood clots the size of plums. You remember that morning when I called you Cass? Anyway, so that was, that was absolutely horrific. They rushed her down to ICU. And uh, just, uh, just while I was there in the first half hour, they gave her three units of blood, um, two of plasma to replace the volume. And they were intubating her. And I'm out there in the hallway just, I, I was too scared to doubt. I was too scared to rationalize anything. I just, I, I, my mind and my, and my soul started lifting those energetic weights. And it's like, no, this is not happening. She is going to be okay. Yep. And they were sure. I mean, my, her, her doctor got called in and he said, okay, this kind of thing I've seen it before. It's when, you know, because the fungus has gotten into the walls of, the aorta and it has opened up into her guts. This is the kind of thing I've seen. They were fully expecting something like that. And it turned out it was not that. It wasn't anything. It was a little bit of stomach irritation. By the time they did all the testing, all they could find was a little bit of stomach irritation.
1: I, the, all of these stories are, 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 are good stories, but I was really hoping you'd go into the, the more powerful, profound ones, you know, like her heart healing in ways that are medically impossible. Maybe.
0: I wanted to leave those to you because you you are much better at telling those stories. <laughs> Usually when that stuff's happening, I'm too scared to uh, to really remember details.
1: All right, but sweetie, these didn't confirm anything for me. I can't tell them with the emotion you can because it didn't confirm anything for me. Do You see?
0: No, you're right. You, you, you've always known that you could do this stuff. And I've, I've always known that it's possible that I could do it, but I never thought that I was good enough or strong enough or wise enough to be able to do this. But, and now, especially Mm -hmm. with, Shar doing so much better in the last month or so. Uh, yeah, I can.
1: Sweetie, I, I know it's I rough, and I, and I know it's no. I know it's hard me asking you to do this, but isn't it worth it if it might help another parent?
0: Oh God, yeah. Then please so, tell the story. Okay, I'm. I'm kind of blanking a little bit here.
1: Okay, well, fall upon your medical knowledge. What's going on with Shara's heart that healed, and then we'll take it from there. How about that?
0: Oh, oh, all the answer is
1: broken heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, she's got uh, complete heart block and uh, dilated cardiomyopathy, which in layman's terms is an enlarged heart. And the problem with this is that when the heart gets larger, the valves don't get larger. All right, so they pull apart and the valves are the thing that's keeping your blood from flowing backwards. It keeps your blood going in the right direction. Um, So she's got uh, severe valve leakage, all all the major valves, severe leakage. Um, Her last echo showed that she's got less leakage than she did before. Which is kind of suggesting that the enlarged heart is starting to shrink back down to where it should be, and it, she, Shannon's understating very severely.
1: Uh, it's not suggesting anything. Her body has already done something that was medically completely freaking impossible. I, I love you, but you're not helping anybody by understating shit, Shannon.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I it, it's it's really. Difficult to talk about this, I'm sorry. I know, I know. We're anyway. Talking,
1: we're talking about the power of understanding and how to make miracles happen in your life and downplaying something that is a literal medical miracle, but oh, well, uh, yeah, blah blah it's personally insulting. Why am I wow. even doing this? Is Char's life literally worth so little? Like no. this, this is this is this is literally descending quickly because okay, on but... camera live you're trying to downplay the miracle of my daughter surviving. It's not going to go well.
0: No, oh, it is a miracle. Thank it you. Absolutely a miracle. You know her her heart is healing. The aneurysms have been getting better. Um, I the, love what
2: uh, that doctor said. Where he's like, aneurysms don't heal on their own. Oh, yeah. wait.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm getting the, frustrated. You've told the story over and over before, I know. and now you're, you're Sabrina says. And the cloths are going sp- away, too. Yes. Sabrina says I'm putting you on the spot, and she's right. But again, this is really important.
0: No, you're just- right, it is And anyone who's got uh, a, a child or a loved one, a friend, somebody that they care about that's in a situation like this, use your prayers, use your visualizations, use every scrap of energy in you to change reality because you can do it, it can't be done.
1: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. I sure. visualized a lighthouse, Shannon. You were a lighthouse when Shara was in the darkness. And that's how I—I I, I was trying to send you extra light because you were being a lighthouse.
1: Now, Shannon, I'm saying this not just for the audience benefit, but for yours as well, okay? Shannon de- just demonstrated the exact rationalization she was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to yourself, it's really, really hard sometimes to accept that this miracle is going on in your life. So mm-hmm. you'll rationalize it. And I, I'm not trying to be pushy, but it, it's, it literally cannot be understood. This is the first time this has been witnessed in medical history. So, yeah. Your faith can save you. It can save your loved ones. The skeptics will say, oh, you're saying you're trying to get people to be to believe in God. No, I'm trying to get people to believe in themselves. And if you've got a problem with people believing in themselves, then you can kiss the meatiest part of my ass. <laughs> All right. I Odie, think also... Go ahead.
0: I think also a lot of people uh, just can't wrap their minds around the concept um, that they can do this kind of thing um, because I don't think they're worthy to do it. I think that it has to be, you know, only God and angels can do this kind of thing. Um, But hey, 1 Corinthians 12, all right, Um, Jesus said, you know, everything I can do, you can do more. And you gotta, you gotta believe that. If you don't believe it, then you're basically calling Jesus a liar. I don't think you want to do that.
1: Well, if you're non Christian, you might want to. But I'll take you on in whatever religion you want. Well, let's do it. The same message is in every religion. Sorry. You know. Okay. So, all right. Audi asked why the lokwogoth and and the, and the Dracos are doing this, and it, it's. I'm sorry, but it boils down to nothing more than feeding. On the personal biomagnetic scale, this is how they eat. They essentially provoke a re- an emotional response in that other person, which essentially creates an explosion of brain wave energy. Which then they then, then they go, yoink, that's mine. I eat it. I eat it now. But it also has to do with feeding their society. Uh, a major part of their of their technology, like almost everyone else's technology, is based off of you know, hyperspatial forces and things like that. To do this, they need they require super heavy elements. Now, this is unlike my people, the the blue beams, right? We don't need technology. That's not what we do. Okay, the red spheres they need to spread through technology. Okay, it's just part of the the balance, you know. So, like everybody, yes.
2: I it's all right. Keep going.
1: No, ask a question.
2: Is it almost like a dementor? Feeding off yeah. the, the fear?
1: Uh, yes, okay. it, it, with the exception that what they do is inspire fear and misery and things like that. Whereas a dementor inspires a happy memory and then eats your happy memory. They basically get you thinking about yourself and then the uh, essentially the burst of negative emotions, like a negative orgasm. I'm sure everybody who who suffers with depression knows what I'm talking about, where it kind of reaches a crescendo, and that's the dangerous point. Like, you, you know what I mean? You might hurt yourself or somebody else. So, um, I'm, I don't quite understand what you're saying, Audi. <clears throat> Cumberland says she's right. Serendipity is just the beginning of being able to visualize the energetic possibilities. Uh, agreed. Agreed. And that's why you have to not downplay it. You know, if you know in your heart that, that you, your prayer or your energy or your contribution, you know, helped the situation or hurt the situation, because the same lesson goes in reverse, you have to accept that. Okay, and the techniques that we're going to be trying to get to to teach you guys today are, are, are ways that you can do that for yourself and prove for yourself scientifically that, yeah, there's something else going on here.
0: Just like you can affect positive change in your life, conversely, you can also affect negative change.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So, getting back to what I was saying, the uh, the Dracos utilize uh, super heavy metals, like everyone else. You know, we, you got you guys know that uh, know them as element one one fifteen one thirteen element whatever element element. It ruined that guy's life. Uh, <clears throat> So a big question is, okay, how how do the aliens, and by the way, aliens in this context, and for future reference, refers to biological extraterrestrials. I am not a biological extraterrestrial. I'm classified as an EBE. Unfortunately, that's still an alien, but when you say that, people expect, like, the last starfighter and shit. And it's like, I wish. That would be really cool, but no. Anyway, so Bob Lazar, that's the guy. I was stalling to try to remember Bob Lazar's name. So element one thirteen or whatever it is, now, they were able to discover that in the cra- in some of the uh, various recovered ships from around the world. You know, pe- ships have been crashing here for since essentially since humans rose out rose out of the mud. Now, like all of the other biological extra- extraterrestrials, they re- they need the super heavy element in order to manipulate gravity. People say, well, how do they make it? Where do they get it? It comes from the core of planets. Okay. Now, when society is functioning properly, you'd never. Harvest, never harvest what we call anomite out of a core of the world because it ends the world's ability to produce life. the Draco don't care, so we we only harvest anomite from dead worlds the Draco harvest it from live worlds now in their defense and you have to you have to see the defense in your enemies otherwise you lose respect for your enemies and then they win never. In their defense, you know, Anomite from Living Worlds is geometrically more rich than Anomite from uh, Dead Worlds. I'll give him that. But I don't care. Element 115. Thank you, Shannon. Bobby says, focus, Cass. I am focused. Believe it or not, it's just the subject is so big and I have very little time. know so I try to bounce around to the elements that will make the most sense that you guys can use to put it together yourselves okay which brings us to the next part step one observation okay in this case uh, I, I just thought something bad about that guy and then he got run over by an ice cream truck did I do that step one observation okay now, unfortunately, this takes a long time. So, you know, our character here has to live with the guilt of killing the dude with the ice cream truck for a long time until he goes through the process. So if you are observing that you're having uh, some, sort of, some sort of effect on the world around you, like, for example, your hair going crazy and, you know, embarrassing you on live TV. Now, um, like, uh, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give a really good example because it's, it's a really solid example. And when you follow the science, it works. And that is James Gilliland. James Gilliland... Legitimately help direct a lot of the uh, weather to help with the Australian fires. Okay, so <clears throat> now if you were somebody in, in James's position, now some of you also prayed to end the Australian wildfires, so this is something you could do as well. Okay, so observation, wildfires, the whole incident. Now you have to test it. Okay. Now this is this gets kind of involved, but essentially, it's easier if you can lucid dream but if you can't lose a dream you can still do it what you essentially need to do is set an effect in motion in your mind do your spell do your ritual your prayers however you access light okay write it down do not allow your memory to drift your memory will drift you know on a positive or negative bias doesn't matter your memory will drift so write it down that way you can always look at your exact intentions write down exactly what you did Okay. Even if you messed it up, like for example, if you're doing your casting your spell and you put one too many Eye of Newt's in there, uh, parentheses. I put one too many. Write everything down. Okay. And then observe. All right. Now <clears throat> you have to observe the negative as well as the positive, and this is where most love and light people fall off. Okay. See, just as you you can't come up with justifications for why you you know didn't do something, you can't do the reverse either. Okay. So say for example, I cast a spell, I want Shannon's jelly jar to fall down. Alright, cool. So I gotta watch and wait. Does Shannon's jelly jar fall down?
0: I knew that was you.
1: <laughs> I, I, I admit it, I don't like your jelly. <laughs> no, I, her, I anyway, wrong show for that line of joking. <clears throat> so observe did the jelly jar fall down yes or no if it didn't write it down if it did write it down if it did what's the time differential write down all the facts okay if you cast your spell at midnight and the thing happened at like one o'clock in the morning ooh, okay who else was around did a cat knock it over maybe it was a sudden burst of wind you have to explore every single option and nine times out of ten you will find out that you had nothing goddamn to do with it okay And that can be very, very discouraging. But finding out that you had nothing to do with a jelly jar falling down is not the same thing as you can't do it. So you keep testing. You keep testing until you are satisfied with your answer or until you can test it no more. Once it beats all your tests, you're done. You got to admit one way or the other. Okay, either it's either it's for real you did do the jelly jar you have the ability to telekinetically manipulate jelly jars or not now here's the thing you have to accept the or not or you cannot grow with the is wait you know what I mean you have to accept your failures in order to in order to increase your successes okay so if it didn't work try a different technique maybe you really did mess it up with that extra iron I have new so try it properly Okay. Test it any different way you can. Now, my favorite way to do this, because it costs you no money or effort, is what I call the uh, the close to the heart test. And I'm going to use Christy as an example, my sister, because she went through that test for months and passed. And that is essentially like she. I was worried that she was, you know, taking like cold reading me from bits of the show. I don't tell you guys everything, right? Not even a remote. But first off, I don't have time to pack 600 years of experience into a half an hour show. But mostly, I need to know if somebody coming up to me saying, hey, look at me. I'm a Lyran too. Uh, are they a crazy fan or are they a lost Lyran? So it's like, okay, what color is the sky in your world? And they'll go purple because I've said it on the show so many times. I've even explained the chemical reason why for you skeptics. I said that on the show, though. So what else do you know? Chrissy knew every dang little thing I ever did. She knew about the time I peed in my hand when I was a kid. Uh, so, okay. And so over time, she she proved it. I, I kept everything close to my chest, chest, and she was like, this is going to sound embarrassing, but you peed in your hand when you were like 13. I'm like, no. Oh, I totally didn't really do that on Malacroix. Uh It's a, a metaphor. Yeah. no and all seriously that's the kind of thing that, that you, you, you do you save the, that intimate shit and if somebody can tell you the intimate shit that you remember from a former life then maybe notice I still said maybe they're on the right track you have to be brutal in your scientific exploration of your own abilities if you want to get to the level where you're healing the world you know um and the reason why I say it that way is because you know, I, seriously nine tenths of the people that ask me to teach them they want to be a healer, you know which is good, noble goal. Yes, more. I have more. Am I looking? I'm looking at you in a, Kristen's l- a face. little bit
0: a little bit, but uh, the point, Cass, that I think you're trying to make is that people who want to be healers like me, Cannot rationalize a medical miracle in front of them and still try to be pure. Yes. Because they are sabotaging
1: themselves. Yes. To quote one of my favorite movies, you can't, oh, I messed it up. You can't practice magic while you're looking down your nose at it. So, and all of this is a form of magic. That's one of the things that we have to get to is a scientific understanding of all this means scientifically understanding that the word magic is a diminishing factor. The more you understand about a given phenomenon, the less magical it is. Okay. Now that doesn't, people hear me say that and they're like, well, that sucks. You're taking the wonder out of the world. Are you kidding me? Do you have any idea how much more wondrous the world gets when you start to understand physics? Like, look what you guys have done with physics. Can a chimpanzee play World of Warcraft with Cassidy? Mm-mm. You guys have used molecular physics to radically alter not just your world, but your reality. Okay, so I put forth to you the idea. It's just an idea. You don't have to accept it. But what if magic isn't the superstition? What if the superstition is that you can't do it? Just a thought.
2: Well, think about it. If you take flour and eggs, sugar, some leavening, um, and some oil, you have separate ingredients, but you put them all together and cook them in the oven, you got a cake.
1: Exactly. It's the same with blending sciences and and all that stuff. Remember when you were a kid, like, I don't like eggs. I don't like eggs. Oh, yeah? Well, here's a piece of cake. Oh, I like cakes. Guess what? There's eggs in the cake. Oh!
2: mind
1: blown right same kind of thing you know you can love science and all the sciences they are legit don't get me wrong the scientific process is nearly perfect which we only got through the first part of it but still that's okay but blending the scientist, science science blending the scientist yeah roll them all together into like one moliated flesh ball of like god's not real as it rolls down anyway my imagination's running away with me um Wow. When you blend the sciences together is when you start seeing crazy truths. Okay, let me give you an example. All right? Anthropologists know that for some reason, the population of the entire planet was bottlenecked down to 30 breeding pairs. Now, people hear that and think there was only 60 people. That's not true. What that means is that at any given moment, there was only 30 pairs of humans that could legitimately breed. They might not be in the same place. Do you see what I mean? That's what that phrase means. So anthropologists know that happened, but they don't know why. And they know that every culture in the world blames some flood, ooh, a wacky flood. But then the geologists come over and say, hey, you know what's weird? Is about 14,000 years ago, the the ocean rose up in a massive amount of force, just like crazy amount of force. The erosion science alone will blow your mind. But that's impossible, right? And then the astronomers go, hey, you know what's weird? It's about 14,000 years ago, this comet hit our atmosphere, broke up into eight pieces, and landed almost perfectly to cause a worldwide massive flood. But that's impossible, right? How many sciences do you guys need before you realize the Great Flood just happened? You know? It's not fiction just because a book you like or a book you don't like said so. And it's not fact just because a book you like said so see now I'm not stepping on faith if you believe then you're a believer and I don't need to say shit whatever you're on your way I'm talking specifically to the skeptics and the people who want to learn more about science picking a scientific discipline is good okay everyone every every layman on the planet should have one scientific discipline that they study okay everybody it would it would revolutionize the planet I swear I promise you pinky swear I mean, those are serious this is not a joke okay if every person on the planet embraced one field of science and just casually studied it even just as a hobby it would radically affect the course of history so the, the what the key here is that if every planet, if every culture on the planet experienced this flood and the scars on the on the planet's crust say there was a flood and the astronomy says there was a flood and the physics says there was a flood and everything says there was a flood who are you to say oh the flood didn't happen because the bible says so (laughs) what
0: I think you're dangerously close to pissing off the flat earthers
1: hey flat earthers fuck you (laughs) Did, did that do the trick You know the funny thing is, is we could be the flat earthers' biggest allies because, like, for example, Kristen and I are fully aware the Earth is not round. You know what I mean? The flat earthers are right. You have been lied to. Okay, it's not completely round. Close enough for government work. But the flat earthers still have a point in that these alternate versions of science should be explored. Okay. But instead of, you know, saying, hey, yeah, yeah, we could be allies, let's talk. They're like, no, no, you're blinded, you're blinded, the earth is a giant square, ah!
2: We are Borg. Right?
1: Dude, that's literally no better than the scientists saying, you're stupid, the earth is round. Both of y'all are just pulling shit out your hiney hole and saying it because it sounds good. <laughs> No, it's oh. not flat either, Bobby. It's actually, a toro- it's actually a toroid. On the outside, a toroid appears round, especially when there's an abundance of water. So, essentially what that means is that the North and South Poles are, have these massive concave areas, which have been called by some entrances to the center of the Earth. They're not wrong. Okay, the, the the crust is very th- is very 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 thin there, and you guys are perfectly aware of another factor, which again the scientists aren't talking to each other, so nobody brings it up. The Mariana's Trench is the deepest point on the planet, and then also opposite side of the Mariana's Trench. Oh wow, look at that, a really be, a really deep trench in the ocean, huh? Earth does this. Right. Okay. It it, it takes millions and millions of years, but the, we've already proven the Earth does do this on its axis. Okay. Not and not the magnetic axis that also flips, but the toroidal hole follows the magnetic point because that's what toroids do. So you already. Whoa. Oops.
0: <laughs> now, does the toroid hole follow the magnetic axis, or is the magnetic axis generated by the toroidal hole?
1: Okay. Audi. Audi. Okay. See, you're you're, ca- you're, you're catching me a. Uh, you're, you're, you're catching a uh, uh, me at the wrong time. Because a few weeks ago, I would have heard that and go, oh, how cute. But see, now Cassidy's a different kind of guy. Oh, he says, I believe you should fly your big learn behind over here and pop in. Everything is lies, 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 more lies, wah, wah, wah. No, ooh, 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 this is disgusting talk, mister. Well, why don't you shove your money where your mouth is and send me a high-definition picture of your of your eyes and forehead? I will not be held responsible for your sanity afterwards. Bobby could tell you. Unfortunately, hun, the rest of the Love and Light pricks can't back any of this up. If you go vegan, then you can cast magic. I'm an obligate carnivore. And uh, I'm sorry, but, you know, my shit's repeatable by multiple people including strangers a stranger can use my methods and heal cancer because it's science now it may be science that you a form of science that you're not familiar with it's not molecular science I will give you that it is not molecular science but there are many scientific bases at play in this biosphere molecular science is only one you know, the, some of your love and life people. And keep in mind, I don't dislike love and light. I just have problems with some of their uh, thoughts. The love and light crowd will be the first to tell you. And actually Shannon, no, Shannon and Chris will be the first to tell you. I'm going to shut up. Hey guys, are, is crystalline technology a thing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Scott, very much. So, oh man, uh, it's not in widespread use right now, but it is okay, a never, thing. Yeah. It is a very real thing. Um, science modern science is catching up to the properties of crystals the fact that they vibrate the fact that they I love you too, uh, put off energy um the fact that they do these things uh but if you don't think crystal technology is the thing let me ask you something have you ever heard of a quartz watch how about your phone yeah
1: i have egg I have- on my face i didn't consider that i'm ashamed I was I was thinking more like crystals, like the pendant and the way you use different kinds of crystals to focus energy. So people will say people will, will sometimes say, well, that is molecular technology, isn't it? Because you're using the crystal. No, the crystal provides a framework for the for the technology I'm talking about. Crystalline technology is based on magnetics, so it's just that crystals are a natural framework for a magnetic. Uh... Let's assume I said something really smart, a magnetic thingy. God damn it, guys, I'm a doctor, not a but crystal,
0: crystal. Never mind. No, I bring up the uh, quartz watch thing because a lot of people are skeptical about the benefits of crystals. But the fact is, um, if uh, if a quartz watch works, all right, this crystal, the, the molecular matrix structure of the crystal uh, helps, you know, actually has this uh, regular... <clears throat> energy that it puts out. And if you believe that a quartz crystal can do that, why not other crystals? Why not other kinds of energy? It's just a matter of the right structure, the right type of crystal, the right, uh, even the right chemical imperfections in it. All right. These all have different effects. Right. So it's not just a little woo-woo. Oh, look at my, at my pretty pendant. It does, you know, this wonderful thing without anything scientific to back it up. All right. There is a scientific basis for this stuff.
1: Yes, ma'am. So, and by the way, Audi, no hard feelings. I I could be a little catty from time to time. And it's absolutely okay to have a difference of opinion. It's absolutely okay. So. Anyway, but that's why why I was saying, you utilize this scientific method to prove to yourself. Maybe I am full of shit. Maybe I am. But the fact that it's not just my techniques now if i was saying look at me they're my techniques no her people use them my people it is widespread technology you know it's just if we can tell a human to do hey bang 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 step one two three four five and then they can go over to tahiti or someplace and then do step one two three four five and it works for them that's called repeatable science Okay, and that's a very, very, very big deal in the scientific community. It doesn't matter what evidence you've got if it cannot be replicated, it don't fly okay now I have the we we have the not i sorry we have the exact opposite thing It's like you can replicate the effects, but there's no molecular science explanation as of yet for how to do it. so it's classified as dark matter as in they know it's real by its effects, but they still can't classify it yet. They are working on it. It's happening.
0: You know. Like, Wait. Do you mean classify does. or quantify?
1: I think I mean the second one. Yeah. <laughs> What's th- I think you
0: mean. I think you mean quantify also. Uh, quantify is being able to observe it, weigh it, measure it. You know, that's quantifying.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I screwed up. So. All righty. Audi says, what's the difference? Cumberland says, see you later. Love to you. Love you too. Uh, Bobby, the Bobby, the Bobby that's answering you right now. So anyway, well, I'm in Denver, Colorado. We're here. Yeah, we have an open door policy. If anybody wants to to meet and greet us, like I love getting recognized on the street. I absolutely love it. Uh, I, I cannot tell you how much I love getting recognized on the street. ironically, I've had less violent encounters since people started, since I started doing this with randos I made on the street than I did before. Huh. Anyway. So, yeah. Now, Audi, I want to say one more thing and then we got to go. And we'll, we'll keep in mind we'll be doing more lessons on this. It's, it's a big subject. I, I want to say I'm going to try to teach you everything I know about metaphysics, but I don't think we have that kind of time so i'm just like giving you guys the seeds and hopefully you can find more and then one of these days i'll shut the hell up and then christian can talk more probably not anytime soon so yeah but i wasn't reading at what reading aloud what you were saying about lyran gods and goddesses because i don't quite know exactly what you're talking about unfortunately the veil affects us all and this is one of those things where we have to talk we have to talk some and i don't want anyone thinking that like the planet's being invaded by Lyran and gods or we don't need any of that that being said everybody can see your comment part of the reason i did this is so no one ever feels shut up even if i don't read your comment out loud you never have to feel shut up because everyone's point is valid even if i disagree now maybe that's not a way to run a good show But then again, maybe it is.
0: Yeah, and even if the Earth were being invaded by Lyran gods, all you got to do is go
1: get some laser pointers and you can distract them.
2: And say pretty kitty.
1: How dare you release my people's secrets? Pretty Pretty Ah. kitty. kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah, now she's right. All you need is laser pointers, boxes, and some scritches, and we're done. Mm -hmm. I wish I was Mm -hmm.
2: joking maybe a can
1: of tuna oh see now that's just over the top now we work for you now now we're your kitties (laughs) the other the dracos show up and we're like sorry we have to destroy you they gave us tuna (laughs)
0: Tastes better than chicken treats and pets and entertainment and uh that's pretty much all they need
1: (laughs) now audi that right there is something significant now, Audi says, I am a starship. Now, I believe that Audi's, be, Audi's trying to convince me that she's a Lyran starseed or a Lyran visitor, or whatever. I'm, I'm already on your side. It's all good. You don't need to convince me. But that comment right there, I am a starship. The basis of Lyran of, uh, technology is consciousness and light. We are our own ships. I've said that many times. Mm-hmm. But the way you said that, it just kind of grabbed my attention. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, I want you to go. I want you, if you're interested, go on Google and check out the New Jerusalem Mothership from 1993. That was the that was my group. That was when I arrived. Okay, you're gonna see a lot of like uh, people projecting what they think is inside. Oh well, this deck is botany and this deck is cooking. And I'm like, okay, y'all watch too much Star Trek. And that's me <laughs> saying it, folks. But uh, each you're gonna notice that it looks like a bunch of spheres, and that's literally true. Each one of those spheres is one of us. There's millions of us in there. And, yeah. So, when you say you're a starship, I believe you. Oh, nope. All right, well. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I was right. wrong, but it was still worth it, you know, coming, you know, like, remember, 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 ah, excuse me. Remember, folks, when you're on our show, we're on your side. I'm going to try to meet you on these things. So.
0: Well, technically, she's not wrong. I mean, we're all ghosts driving meat-covered skeletons made of stardust. Yeah, I mean, we're all starships.
1: Exactly. That's that's one of the ongoing points of the show. Like, if we were here saying, "Nope, nope, I'm the guy," and look at me, and that's not true. Like, every, like, consciousness riding a biological body. Consciousness is riding biological bodies. You know, it's just a matter we're all
0: environmental suits. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Okay, okay. So like white like what if like the bacteria and stuff in oh wait, are they already did this did this movie? It's called Osmosis Jones. Never mind.
0: We're wearing an suit. <coughs> cells, Cells at work.
1: Uh, okay, now you're making God claims, Audi. Okay, I'm gonna say to you what I say to everybody doing that doing stuff like that. If that is so, up here. <clears throat> We once had uh, had somebody who had convinced uh, one, of, one of the co-hosts that they were like all-powerful psychic, and Melanie was like, "Oh, she can defeat angels." I'm like, "Do it right here on camera, right now. I cure cancer on camera. Let's let's see her defeat an angel. Like, oh, she can't defeat an angel on camera. Then maybe I don't be needed to bend the knee, motherfucker. I'm gonna say to you what I say to everybody else: We all have the divine in us. We are all one with the divine on some level. It's just a matter of understanding and remembering. So the question isn't, are you one with Emmanuel? Of course you are. The question is, what do you do with it? How do you walk the earth? That's what I'm interested in. I'm not downplaying your experiences or your or, or that at all. I'm I'm on your side. I'm right there. Yeah, of course you are. But what have you done with it? Okay. Remember, when you're on our show, we're on your side, no matter how ridiculous you sound. Yes, that was aimed at somebody, but I'm not going to mention names. <laughs>
2: Alright. Uh... How are we doing on time?
1: Uh, we're actually 20 minutes over on the dot. I was just about to ask you if there's anything, ba- basically give the floor to you for the final moments. Um, but I was checking the, uh, the thing. Oh, Audi <sighs>
2: If you want to talk to Audi some more, that's fine.
1: Well, she, she's saying this on live because she wants it to be said on live. And I, I I agree with you, but that's another episode. I do not disagree with you, Audi. You know, I've said many times on the show, my journey has not been learning to do this stuff. It's been learning to use a gentle enough touch that I don't explode a human's heart. Hmm. So I'm, I'm right there with you. I do not disagree. I will not allow people to think of me as any kind of being higher than them because that's bullshit. The lion is no higher than the lamb. So I love you too. I love you too. And yes, I'm a very bad person, but it's Kristen's turn now. Kristen, please take the floor before I talk again.
2: There are so many things that come to mind, but the the main one is that you have to find the truth inside of yourself. And we could sit here and spout facts, figures, numbers, uh, beliefs, you know, possibilities. But unless it is inside of you and resonating as truth, it means nothing. So find your truth, find your family, find your friends, find those people that make you feel alive. Because in that, in that safety net that you put up for yourself, that's where the light is going to grow from. And the more light that we can shine in this world right now, the better. Yeah.
1: And that lesson comes from all sources. She's not pushing Christian here you know basically mm-hmm. a christian high priest a wiccan high priest and a weirdo high priest are all telling you the same thing
0: every perception is part of the bigger picture mm-hmm. nobody's got the whole thing the only way you can get a bigger part of it is by joining with others
2: it's like right. a light bright yeah light very bright. much yeah. Or
0: Legos, yeah, or Legos.
2: Mm-hmm. One little light in that light bright doesn't shine so much, but boy, you put a whole bunch of pieces in, and before you know it, it's bright.
0: And if you think it's, it's disco.
1: and if you think it's difficult resisting the light bright jingle on live. Then she made me have to resist the Everything is Awesome song live, which is that's hard.
0: Everything is awesome. Everything is cool
1: (laughs) when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome. Okay. Put this (laughs) out. Stop me before I sing again.
2: (laughs) That's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. Never forget that you are amazing. You are loved be safe out there and we will see you on the next show. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Bye everyone. (laughs) Now I got to find the button.
0: (laughs) I know you usually have a problem with that. Bye. That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.